Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, live, broadcasting live from lovely, albeit rather chilly, Austin, Texas. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. So, Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you very much. Uh, it's always a pleasure to be here, and I'm excited to get going on part two of what we started yesterday. Yeah, and, you know, we had a lot of great feedback on the topic from yesterday. I think that a lot of you are feeling exactly like we're feeling, and a lot of our top coaching clients are feeling that, thank God, it's the start of the new year, and you're really, really excited about 2016. Now, I think yesterday we hit the nail on the head when we said that, essentially, right now, you're probably feeling really, you know, one of two ways, maybe a little bit of both these ways. You're feeling in complete fear and, you know, you're in procrastination mode. You're telling yourself you're just going to buckle down in, like, the next two or three weeks, or you're going to buckle down when, the, you know, tulips start coming out of the ground. In other words, you're just, like, kind of operating out of fear. You're hoping that somehow magically you're able to reproduce what you did last year, but really at the end of the day you're kind of stuck in the mud. So I know a lot of you are feeling that way, or at least, you know, at some po- it, it, to some extent you're feeling that way. And others of you or like all of our top producing coaching clients, we're bouncing off the walls, excited that it's 2016, realizing that this year in particular is going to probably be the best uh, uh, selling career, selling year of all of your careers. And I mean that quite sincerely. I can rattle off all the reasons. I'll give you just the top ones that come to my mind. Um, Number one, the economy is, uh, you know, obviously no one's really looking in the rear view anymore. Everyone's pretty much looking forward. No one's really, uh, you know, talking about waiting for another shoe to drop. So the fear that most of us in the industry had been feeling up to about two or three years ago is completely gone now, which is great, or at least should be gone. And for all of you, you shouldn't be anticipating, you know, bad thing to happen. Otherwise, you're probably going to manifest it. So the mindset of the industry and consumers in general is certainly better. Interest rates are going to stay low for a long time. That's the second obvious uh, real benefit. Um, the third thing is, is, and really this is just an, an obvious thing, and if you pay attention to the number of expired listings, um, you know, I had all of my personal top coaching clients, I had them all basically send me reports at the start of the year telling me how many expireds there were in their markets. I think I mentioned this yesterday, too. And there wasn't a single market in all, you know, the, all the big markets across the country, not just, you know, we're talking about the California, the, richie, the rich, richest areas in California all the way to the, you know, normal markets in Columbus, Ohio, or like where Julie and I are from. And every single market, there was a ridiculous number of expireds over the last, like, two weeks. You need to go to your MLS. You need to look. You need to confirm the fact that that is indeed happening in your market as well. And then you need to absolutely positively make this your market. So here's the simple fact. There are a lot of sellers that mid-last year were overpricing their homes. They didn't sell. Now, those sellers, we know statistically, essentially all of them, like 90 95% of them, relist their houses um, immediately, if not within, like, six months. So you know, I'm thinking now of my coaching call with Mr. Brandon Jackson, uh, High Garden uh, Real Estate. He's one of the presidents of the company, and you know, I know Brandon listens every day. So, hello, Brandon. So, we're um, you know on our coaching call today, and he is 
he had over a thousand expireds, Julie, on just the wow. last day of last month and the first day of this month. I know, right? Over, like a thousand forty-three, if I remember correctly. Um, so, and he's coming from one of these markets in the Carolinas that's super hot, seller's market, yada, yada, yada. Well, that's a clear indication, and this is the reason you guys should be enthusiastic about this, that the market is coming back into balance and it's happening across the country. Uh, we're going to see more opportunities for buyers. Now, why is that exciting? Because what you'll see is a lot of folks that are sellers that hadn't put their houses for sale because they weren't confident they'd have a place to go. Now they're going to have uh, you know, more confidence in finding a home that they like, so they'll be putting their houses for sale, thus creating more sales velocity for you. Um, the next reason that comes to mind is the new construction is creating the same kind of, um, again, sales velocity in a lot of markets that have been sort of stuck. So if you're in marketplaces where there just wasn't a lot of move-up inventory, well, the builders have come to the rescue in many major markets across the country. If you, as a real estate practitioner, are not up on what's going on new construction-wise, you need to make that your homework from today's coaching call, from today's radio show, and really drill down on that. Because, again, that's going to create sales velocity. Most times um, new construction is going to be in the move-up price range, and in those cases, those folks are going to have houses to sell, and that should create listings if you establish relationships with the new build reps. And, you know, coaching clients, you know what I'm talking about. That's one of the ways we um, coach you guys to create businesses, working with new build reps. Um, and I can give you the biggest reason, and the biggest reason is because the demographics in the country right now are in perfect alignment for an absolutely explosive real estate market, not just for 2016, but really for the next probably 10 or 15 years. Now, how can I predict the future? It's really simple. All you got to do is look at the past. We know, for example, that, I mean, there's different, when we had uh, Jonathan Smoke from uh, Realtor.com, you know, he's their chief economist, and he comes on as a regular guest on this radio show, and he was um, telling, I think on the last time we had him on, he said that there were something like three or four times as many uh, baby boomer kids as there are baby boomers. And because of the lie. sheer... No, <laughs> that's like know, everyone you know. <laughs> I mean, Julie, when we <laughs> go to Austin, it's like that's all there are, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's crazy. We, we're, like, we're in our mid-40s and we're old people when we go down to Austin. Yeah. So, <laughs> I know, which is weird. Yeah, so the point is, is those folks are in their, um, you know, family formation stages. They're getting married. They're making babies. And those hip little, you know, bungalows in the city with 300 square feet aren't cool anymore. Um, so moral of the story is you're going to see a lot of those folks are going to start buying homes. And, of course, their parents are going to be buying, depending on their age, they're going to be downsizing, or in many cases they're going to be upsizing themselves, um, or they're going to be buying investment properties, all that good stuff. So if you look at, like, if you wanted to kind of make a checklist of what makes for the perfect storm, and that's in a good way, not a bad way, if you want to make a checklist of really what your ideal perfect real estate market would be like, it's now. If you're not experiencing that, if you're not feeling this level of enthusiasm, if you're like in that first category where you feel stuck, it's really at this point, especially if you're listening to my voice now, which I know 100,000 of you listen to every one of our radio shows, if you're not actually taking action and doing something to motivate yourself, well, then you've no one else to blame but yourself. Now, I'm going to challenge you. You cannot wait. Don't do what you've done in the past probably and waited until the spring uh, wait until all the other agents were saying the market's back. Don't be one of these seasonal agents because you're going to miss the market. The top producing agents in the country, in your market, in your office, 
they already are at work. They're going after the listings. They're doing what it takes to make it so that they have their best years ever. If you don't have that momentum, if you don't have that wind at your back, you've got to do the right thing, and you've got to request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now, I'm going to throw this out, too, and I don't do this very often because, frankly, it creates a lot of work for Julie and I. If there's anything, especially coaching clients, you know, yeah, I know you guys are with our coaches, and our coaches are the best in the industry, but if you ever need to reach us directly, you can. Just email Julie at Julie at timandjulieharris.com, and the and is spelled out, or tim at timandjulieharris.com. Just email us directly if there's anything that, uh, if you're an extra kick in the rump that you need. And remember, when you request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, we do give you uh, copies of, we have, I think, eight books, but we give you copies of the Real Estate Treasure Map, which is your 2016 uh, real estate business plan. It's a book that's sold on Amazon, but we'll give it to you. And we'll also give you a free copy of uh, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. It's a re-release of Napoleon Hill's epic book, and it's um, we added some real estate content in there. So that also is free to you when you request a free coaching call. So there it is. I've given you everything you need to actually be hugely successful this year and going forward. And for those of you who are already bouncing off the walls and you're excited and you're motivated, um, you know, congratulations. Make sure you take your goals to the next level this year. If you're planning on doing what you did last year, you know, chances are you won't even do what you're doing last year. So here's the mindset for you. Then Julie's going to get to her next point, which is point number five. So if you're standing at, you know, you're, you have a bow and an arrow, right? You're, you're back in high school gym or whatever, right? And you're shooting a bow and an arrow down a field. Of course, they probably don't have bows and arrows in school nowadays. I thought it to myself after I said that. It's been outlawed, I'm sure. Have, right? yeah. If you well, live if you were in, in the Boy Scouts, like, no, just kidding. If you were in the Boy Scouts, <laughs> yeah, if you live in Texas, if you were a Boy Scout or a Girl Scout, uh, you know, I was a Boy Scout, and I know that that's something they teach you how to use a bow and arrow. So imagine yourself with a bow in your hand, an arrow in your other hand, and you're, you're aiming that bow way, 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 way down you know, the field, and you're trying to hit the uh, bullseye of the target, right? You can visualize that. You're seeing yourself that. You feel the tension in your arm as you're pulling back the bow, the tension in your fingertips as you're holding that arrow, getting ready to release. Now you're trying to decide, do I aim at the target, do I aim above the target, or do I aim uh, below the target if my goal is to hit a bullseye? Think about that. You're shooting an arrow down the field. Do you aim above, at, or below the target if your goal is to hit bullseye? You already know the answer, don't you, because you're smart. You aim above the target. Why? Because if you aim above the target, what happens is by the time the arrow reaches uh, the target, uh, obviously there's going to be, you know, Mr. Gravity is going to work against you, and there's other things, you know, wind forces and all the rest of it. But the point is, bottom line, is if you have plans to increase your business this year, you have to set goals that are significantly above where you've been in the past because let's say there's some headwinds. There, this is an election year. There's going to be a lot of looniness in the uh, economy. There's going to be some weird things happen. There's going to be some people that get distracted. You know, towards the end of the year, you're going to have people saying, I'm going to wait till after the election. That happens every four years. It's the way it is. So if you're aiming at the target, chances are by the time the arrow gets there, it's going to hit below the target, which means you won't hit your goal. If you aim above the target, above bullseye, what's going to happen? is by the time the arrow hits the target, you're going to hit bullseye. So I challenge all of you who are bouncing off your wall, off the walls who are like our thousands of coaching clients who are super excited and motivated, who are realizing that this is the start of, you know, this is going to be the best year ever, and it's going to be the start of a long run of their best years ever, ever increasing success. 
that can be yours. There's no reason to believe that you can't always be improving the quality of your life. So bottom line, aim above the target, set big goals. If there's anything we can do for you, I have given you uh, many ways to reach out. So Julie, what's the next point? Perfect. So again, this is the continuation of what we started on yesterday's show, 10 Ways to Make 2016 Your Best Year Ever, Things to Embrace and Things to Let Go of. We're going to start on point number five. Point number five is to work at your challenge pace, not at your comfort pace. The accumulation effect is a real thing. The accumulation of doing what you don't want to do, when you don't want to do it, at the highest level possible, is what creates wealth in real estate and in life. So work at your challenge pace, not at your comfort pace. We're having lots of conversations with coaching clients about this thought that there are certain things in real estate that should take about an hour to complete, but some of you guys take all day or all week to do it. That's your comfort pace. You're just kind of going through the motions. Work at your challenge pace. What could you get done today if you got that CMA done in an hour instead of taking all day and calling that your day's work? So what is the difference? It's an introspective moment for you guys to think about. What's the difference between your challenge pace and your comfort pace? What if four out of five workdays you were at your challenge pace? How much more money would you be bringing in for yourself and your family to meet or exceed your goals this year? Point number six, treat your business this year like you did when you first got your license. I had a great comment from one of our New York clients who said, I'm going to look at today as day one in real estate. However, I have the advantage of having some experience behind me, but Mentally, I'm thinking of it as day one, and I thought that was a great way to start out this year and a great mindset to get into. So treat your business this year like you did when you just got your license. What does that really mean? Well, go back to why you got into this in the first place. For some of you, it might have been a long time ago, and you've got to stop and think about that. But eventually you'll come to one word, and that's freedom. Freedom to create your own future, to control your time, to control your income and your trajectory. Now, this does not mean that you're not accountable. It means you're accountable to your original dream. You're accountable to yourself. So start acting like it. Treat your business this year like you did when you got your license. Remember when that happened? You got your license. Woohoo! I'm going to get cracking. And then you, almost all of you had to deal with in the first week that you had your license, if not in the first month. So what's the difference between you now and you then? Get back in touch with the freedom thought. Why did you get in, into this in the first place? So... Point number seven, let go of temper, impatience, and judgment this year. This is a huge point for lots of agents, although not all of them would admit to this. What do I mean by this? Let go of temper, impatience, and judgment. Stop judging every event as good or bad. Simply say it's too soon to tell. A deal goes sideways, don't flip out. Instead, take a breath and figure out what it will take to get it back on the tracks. A prospect or client calls you out on something, well, they're probably pointing out a flaw in your systems. They're not trying to mortally wound you. Some of you guys come unglued at the slightest little hiccup. So show emotion without being emotional. Compassion minus the drama. Drama costs you money every single time in real estate. Am I being too hard on them, Tim, or does this stuff make sense? You know, Julie, every time I listen to you, I think, well, you know what? There's a lot of people out there that like Julie's softer, gentler approach opposed to my in-your-face approach. So, no, I'm not going to say you're being too soft on them, but, of course, in my mind, I'm thinking, Julie, drill down, you know? Well, Let's you Julie know how it is. Up. Something Let's... happens in a deal, and then, you know, it's like the world's coming to an end. And we used to well, say, you know, certain agents feel like they've got to create drama to feel like they deserve their paycheck. Well, let's be honest. Some people are addicted to it. I mean, if you watch oh, yeah, CNN, if you watch the news, 
Yeah, yeah. You should you should throw a bonus point in there about media free. By the way, that, that's going to be your bonus. Definitely. Point, you know, I like yeah. that. Okay. Well, that's related yeah. to this. No, you but, know? but you know, the fact is, Julie, is there are different folks, different varieties, personality types of folks listening, levels of experience. Mm-hmm. There are people listening that aren't necessarily wanting to double down this year. Um, and you know, when I knowing that we only have 30 minutes with these guys every day. I always think in the back of my head that most of them are just listening to us passively. They're not really, you know, they're not really focused like we are. They're not really focused like our top coaching clients are. And I always fear for those people. And the reason I do is because, you know, life goes by too fast. You know, you're, if you're not doubled down, if you're not focused, if you're not really being intense towards your goals uh, for at least a few hours a day, you're not going to accomplish crap in your life. You're just going to get by. You're going to have, you're going to, you're going to wake up one day and you're going to, you know, you're still going to remember the goals you had for yourself. You're going to still remember the places you wanted to go. You're going to still remember the experiences you want to have. But you're going to start being resentful, you know, really towards yourself and life in general because you'll, you know, you'll start, you'll feel like you've given up. You know, we have coaching clients of all different ages. We have coaching clients of all different experience levels. We have coaching clients that are, you know, worth tens of millions of dollars. And, you know, the bottom line for all of them, doesn't matter what level of experience you really are or really what level of wealth building, where, wherever you are on that spectrum as well, it's easy to become complacent. It's easy to procrastinate. It's easy to be a skeptic. It's easy, you know, but the word, all those words should be scratched out and replaced with one word. And this is a word that's offensive, but it's true. It's called lazy. So if you find yourself basically listening to what Julie's saying and thinking, well, that's a good point. Boy, I like that, Julie. She sounds like a sweetheart. You know, she's a nice lady, obviously. And, you know, I'll write that down. Maybe I'll get to it. Or maybe you're an office manager and you're thinking, well, I'm going to share this in my next office meeting. That was a really good point. But that's all you're doing with it? You're just being lazy. That is the bottom line. You're not taking the information seriously and you're not actually doing something with it. Julie and I know with 100% confidence that what we're telling you guys works. How do we know? Because we have made countless agents millionaires, well, I shouldn't say we have, countless agents have become millionaires using the information that we've coached uh, them, and they've chosen us to be their, you know, their, their flight partners in accomplishing their success. That's, so we know from experience that what we're telling you guys works. We know from experience that it works 100% of the time. When you apply it only really honestly, if you only apply it 75% of the time, you will have 100% success with what we're teaching you. That's just a fact. That's how confident we are, not because we're being braggadocious. Frankly, it's almost impossible for us to be that way. We're from Ohio, which, you know, we're bred with humility. If you're from the Midwest, you know what I'm talking about. You know, it's from all the agents who have been telling us how successful they've become because they've been coaching clients. Please listen to what Julie's saying. Don't just take the notes and agree with her and say, oh, that's nice. Don't just sit there and listen passively as you're chomping on your salad. Yes, I can see you through your radio. Don't just basically called agent cam. Think this is, yeah, don't just think this is something you'll do tomorrow. Take action on these things now. Take this seriously. Make today, this year, the best year of your life. Seriously, this has to be the best year of your life. The places you've always wanted to travel. You know, here, a funny true story. So Julie and I are watching Downton Abbey Sunday night, and this damn freaking cruise line commercial comes up. It's showing, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about, right, Julie? Yes. What's 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 the cruise line? You Is have the it, first uh, Viking? Viking. Yeah, yeah Viking, Viking right? So I'm so I'm Viking watching I'm watching cruises, this. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm watching this Viking River cruise, and I'm, you know, oh, that looks so nice. You know, Julie and I love to go to Europe. We love to travel, you know, all that. And this Viking River cruise looks really nice. And I thought, well, that would be a nice goal. And then I remembered that we had a two-year-old, so that probably won't be a good fit. But then the next day, in the mail, we get a Viking River cruise catalog. Oh, <laughs> I, I just thought that was funny. So, you know, <laughs> the bottom line is, is that this is a perfect time of year to start thinking big. This is the perfect time of year to start really dusting off whatever those expectations you had for yourself. Um, you know, some of you, yeah, well, you know, I want to, you know, run a marathon, but yeah, you know, I'm at that age now where, you know, I just, da, 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 I'll just worry about something else. I'll learn how to play shuffleboard instead. Don't allow yourself to think like that. Seize life for what it is. Oh, come on, Julie, don't laugh. Shuffleboard. That's good. I like that. That's good. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, good. Well, I, right, and, so and honestly, point. even to this point, right? So let go of temper and patience and judgment. When you guys flip out in the middle of a transaction or a home inspection or whatever, that actually, even though it seems like a lot of energy and stress, that's lazy too because you're trying to, to put it back on the other agent or on your client to resolve it because you're going to throw your fit and make it somebody else's problem. That's actually lazy, skillless behavior that none of our coaching clients are allowed to participate in this year. I just made a new rule. Ooh, okay. now, now, Julie, now Julie's being herself. She's not just being a nice radio presenter. Did you guys hear the difference there? <laughs> Lucky for them, there's only 10 minutes left. Okay, exactly. so point number eight, decide how you'll deal with conflict this year. Are you a conflict producer or a conflict avoider? Well, both types are actually pretty stressful. Decide that you are instead a resolution specialist. You can't change what you won't confront. Don't instigate conflict by having to be right all the time about everything. Instead, decide to deal with conflict head on, but with the intent of peaceful and professional resolution. You'll make more money in less time by being a leader in tough situations. If you're not great at negotiating, get help from your coach. I always tell the coaches it's okay if on certain coaching calls you help agents save their deals or negotiate something. That absolutely is worth a coaching call if that's the difference between that agent making five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars versus not because they were not great at conflict resolution. So decide how you're going to deal with it, but really your job as a professional real estate agent who is supposedly making a living at this is to be a resolution specialist, not a conflict producer, and also not a conflict avoider. So decide right now that you're going to get better at that this year. You'll make more money as a result, I promise you. Point number nine, don't be a secret agent this year. Be more approachable, more available, and more responsive. Secret agents have skinny kids. That's one of the, the saying that we got from one of the coaches. Okay, so be more available, more responsive, and more approachable. Actually wear your name tag. Actually be proud of what you do. Use the Ford uh, memory jogger, that's family, occupation, recreation, dreams, in your conversations. If you're attending three center of influence meetings or events per week talking about real estate, I'm sorry, if you're not is what that should say. If you're not doing at least three center of influence meetings or events talking about real estate, well, you are a secret agent. If you're not talking about real estate, about what you do, what you're really great at all the time, you're hiding out from your business. If you're not willing to actually wear your name tag and go out and talk about it and have people say, oh, I see, oh, you're with uh, Remax North, how's real estate? If you're not willing to have those conversations, you're costing yourself income. So no more secret agent stuff this year, guys. Well, Julie, let's preface that. Jules, let's preface that, right? So I know what a lot of agents were thinking. Oh, my God, wear a name tag. I'm not a new agent. (laughs) Holy shit. I'm mortified. 
I, I just said a twenty uh, uh, bad word. So first person <gasps> email gets twenty gets paid twenty dollars. <laughs> Remember my bad right. word rule. All right. So I know a lot of you are okay. So you don't. Let's say name tags are effective. Just are. But if you don't want to wear your name tag, um, and but you're willing to actually be somebody who's not a secret agent, that's fine too. I mean, James Bond doesn't wear a name tag that says secret agent, does he? No. So if you're going to, um, if you're actually serious about your success this year you can actually have certain conversation patterns that you can follow that will make real estate a natural part of the conversation opposed to you feeling like you're pushing it on them or they're feeling like that's all you ever talk about, right? So these are skill sets you can learn from your coach. So when you're saying, listening to Julie and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, I have a, you know, a meeting tonight or I'm doing this or I'm doing the other thing where I'm going to be around other people, and, man, I'd love to feel comfortable talking about real estate, well, follow this very, very simple old school, you know, pattern. When you're talking to people, when you're in a room, if you're an introvert, if it's not something you naturally, you know, we've done radio shows, by the way, on how introverts can be successful in real estate. So listen to our past radio shows at realestatecoachingradio.com, realestatecoachingradio.com. And obviously they're also published on Inman. Um, so, you know, follow the simple uh, conversation pattern called FORD, F-O-R-D. Talk about folks, uh, talk about people's families first. Learn to be a great question asker. Uh, don't talk about yourself. I mean, these are all things that we teach you in coaching. And the next one is, like, so you're in a conversation with, with uh, folks, and generally speaking, if you're talking about their family, that's going to be enough of a conversation just talking about our, where are you from, how many kids, you know, where, you know, blah, 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 kids go to this school, or if you don't have kids, you can talk about, you know, where they move, you know, where your family moved from, and all these types of things, right? You talk about just family stuff, normal stuff, at, right out of the easy. holidays. There should be lots of fun family conversations to have. Um, and it's easy to integrate real estate into that type of conversation. You guys are listening now, and you can just think how it would naturally flow into talking about houses. Now, in some cases, the family conversation won't go very far. Then you can then talk about occupation. So what do you do? Where do you work? Everybody will then have, you know, if they don't have a job outside of the house, then you can talk about whatever it is that, you know, if, you know, if it's a, for example, if it's a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad, I suppose, you can talk to them about that. Then the next, the R and Ford, is recreation. Talk about what they do when they're not working. Uh, and the last, uh, you know, the D is dreams. But the reality of it is, is in most social situations, you're not really going to go much beyond talking about family. That's usually people's favorite topics. Remember, guys, the power is the person asking the questions the power is the person who's showing interest in other people. Learn to be a great question asker, not an interrogation style, but where you're showing genuine interest in folks and listening to them and asking follow-up questions about what they say. When you do that, you transcend the normal you know, manner of conversation that folks have with each, with each, with each other because you're showing sincere interest. But beyond that, the other thing you're doing is you're opening the door for having meaningful conversations with them about real estate, and that will make it so that you will all of a sudden have that magnetic appeal to people because they'll remember the last time they talked to you that you had sincere interest in them, and that happens so very rarely nowadays. I mean, when was the last time somebody actually took the time to ask you specific questions to show sincere interest in you? It hardly ever happens. I mean, if you're lucky, you have a, a significant other in your life, your spouse, that shows interest occasionally. I mean, right? I mean, when was the last time your mother's even asked anything about you? People just talk about themselves. So if you become the person who asks questions and listens and cares, you all of a sudden transcend that normal sort of plane of existence that most people live in, at least how 
folks will see you, and you become somebody that people really want to be around. You become like a caring friend. You become like a caring family member. That is magical when you can actually do that, and it's just a practice skill set. Any, when you guys read books and hear these movies about, you know, so-and-so walked into the room and they had this sort of magnetic appeal. Everyone looked at them. They were all, you know, they had this, you know, almost this surreal star quality about them. The reason that they had that quality was how they looked, you know, they dressed nice. They were attentive to basically their appearance, of course. And, but the main reason was is because they have that skill set that I just shared with you. They have the ability to listen, ask questions, ask follow-up questions, and they very rarely talk about themselves. They don't use the word I a lot. It's always focused on the person they're talking to. Um, again, these are skill sets you guys learn in coaching. And when you're listening to... Julie and I interview some of these agents that we have that have personal incomes of millions and millions of dollars. You always hear the same quality, and that is someone who is sincerely caring and interested in other people. They don't even, you, don't even have, you can't necessarily frame it. You just have this feel about them, well, this person is clearly different. And I'm, just, and I'm now telling you specifically what makes them different, or one of the things that makes them different is the way that they relate to other people. You can do that too. Just copy that behavior. That's what coaching is all about. Julie, you want to get another point in in the minutes remaining? One more point, and then we'll wrap it up. So point number 10, do what your coach tells you to do and create specific tracking and accountability that works for you. Are you motivated by the carrot or the stick? Have that conversation with your coach and set up simple but effective accountability. Agents who respond to accountability always make more money than those who hide out from accountability. Here's a quote from Charles Noble. You must have long-range goals to keep you from being frustrated by short-range failures. And, of course, real estate is full of short-range failures. All you have to do is look in your email and your voicemail, and something's coming unglued on you. So your coach is there to keep you focused on your long-range goals to prevent you from being frustrated by the day-to-day common frustrations that we all go through. So do what your coach tells you to do and create specific tracking and accountability. There is a genre of coaching clients that claim that they like accountability, and then when the coach holds them accountable, they're like, oh, this isn't working for me. So don't be one of those agents because when you say that, it means that you're not working for you because you're hiding out from accountability. It works for people. That's why people hire coaches. There's not a sports professional out there that doesn't have a coach. There's nobody competing in the Olympics that wasn't coached. Keep that in mind. It works in business as well. Now, the most important thing, though, is once you are being coached, to actually do what you're asked to do, and to have those discussions about what type of accountability works for you. It's not the same for everyone. So if you're curious about what a coach can do for you, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. We'll send you our free book as a result of getting you taken care of there. Two. And we will two free books. Two free books. That's right. So really no excuses there. We're giving you stuff for free, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Anything else you'd like to add before we wrap, Tim? Nope. We'll talk to them on the radio tomorrow. Remember, do what Julie suggested. You're um, you know, do what your coach tells you to do. That's her last point. Be held, be accountable to your specific goals. If you don't have goals, um, it's time for you to take action on that. And you can get our free book, Real Estate Treasure Map, simply by, and that is your 2016 real estate business plan, by the way. We just give it a snazzy title. So just request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and we'll email you both of those books. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. 
And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.